Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. At least weekly for a while again until we run out of topics. But uh, I think I think we're good for a while. This week's show, obvious, 5.2 is right around the corner and we have preliminary patch notes. Plus, we're going to sprinkle in a little information about a few Japanese media interviews that came out the same day as the preliminary patch notes. So, to do this show, it's just going to be Sly and I. It's going to be me, Mr. Happy, and of course, Sly. Sly! Hi. You don't get the super Hi. fancy intro because we're doing the show way earlier. And That's I fine. just don't. Okay. Yeah, I know you don't care. That's another reason why you're not getting it. Hi, Sly. Hi. How you Hi. doing? I'm doing. I'm doing Hi. pretty good. I've been wait. I was wait, I woke up at 2 a.m. for like four days straight this week. But other than that, I'm doing okay. That's what's what my next week will be anyway. I suppose. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah, we did a bunch of prep. I got my primal character, who's on Behemoth, by the way, all full 470. Yeah, yeah I gotta, I gotta go to the club with you one weekend. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I took, I, I took care of my 470 as well. I just, I cleared a while back. It's just like I was too lazy to go back and get my weapon and chest. So yeah, I finally took care of that. So yeah, yeah. I'm ready to. Yeah. See, Sly's ready to go too. We're all, we're all ready for next week, Sly. And well. Yeah. Are we, though? Because the patch notes no. are here, no. and, you know... I mean, we are. We, we're, it's not that we're not ready, you know, but, like, how ready are we, really, is the question. I know I still have to level a crafter to 80 on that primal alt so I can melt. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I need to do that, so I'm not all the way ready yet. Yeah, are you, uh, you going to do what you did for your um, normal character. Not from one to 80, I'm not. I've I've (laughs) got to probably go to Ishgard for a little bit and work on that. I got 100 mil to work with. I'm good. I brought 100 mil. I I split my gill in half and sent 100 mil to Primal. So I'm, I'm in an okay spot. Okay, well, before we get started talking about the patch notes, a couple things. One, on Twitch, the show's earlier because it's Valentine's Day when we're recording this, and I'm going on a date with my girlfriend later. So that's why we're live a little bit earlier than usual. Uh, Two, it means don't... I'm sorry if we rush the end of the show because, you know, I (laughs) got to get out the door. Got plans. Yeah. Yeah. And three, we got to thank our sponsors. Of course, we have our patrons who will get their full shout out later towards the end of the show and their names are scrolling in the top right. And we, of course, very much appreciate them. I've updated the list with a couple more names. So if you've been added to that list in the last week or so, you should be showing up there now. So look for that. On top of that, uh, we have our other sponsor, Steel Series, who, of course, you know, free giveaways. They give us giveaways every every month. Giveaways. Free stuff. Free, free stuff. stuff. Free stuff. So yeah, there's there's that. So if you're watching, if you want to win free stuff, go to the YouTube video and check the description for the giveaway. Or if you're watching on Twitch, go there tomorrow. And uh, also, if you just don't want to win and you want to buy stuff, just use the discount code Mister Happy Ten exclamation mark Steel Series in the Twitch chat. Do it. Yeah. Do it. But thank you to our sponsors and patrons. We will give you a full shout out later towards the end of the show. Now, Sly, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Where do you want to begin? I mean, I like, I, you know me, I always like doing the patch notes kind of in sequence, but I feel like we're, I'm going to get more sidetracked on this patch note reading than most of the other ones we've done because the JP right. interviews that I mentioned mm-hmm. have a lot of supporting information that might make me jump around a little bit. So mm-hmm. because I'm prone to missing a lot of the small details before we start going in, in the chronological order, is there anything in particular that you think I'll miss? That's like what that one really arbitrary change that you didn't know was coming till the patch notes, but now you're reading it and you're like, oh, there's always those changes. 
It's always a change where you just look at it and you're like, I didn't even know I wanted that. God damn, this is meaty. Um, <laughs> it's pretty meaty. Yeah, like I'm only halfway through. Like, you see, you don't even know which one you want. You don't even know which one you want. No, it's just better to go through. Like, if we if we miss something, we miss something. But it's I I know something I'll miss if I don't bring it up here at the start. What my favorite ambiguous change is no more trash items from a realm reborn dungeons, <laughs> like the void scent blood <laughs> and stuff that you just get from the hey, random mobs inside the dungeon. Mind. Our yeah. inventory stinky. Yes. That's that's my number one ambiguous. Didn't know I wanted it, but I'm so glad I'm getting it changed. That came mm -hmm. from the 5.2 patch notes. Right, and with that, uh, we can probably skip the first few parts. It's always they always start with like here's a, here's all the quests and whatnot. Um, it is worth mentioning though there are some Yorha quests in here, even though there's no new 24 man. So right. one of them is called Carnivals and Confrontations. Now, I know it's a far cry from an opera, but <laughs> I saw that and I was immediately, <laughs> I was like, are we getting, I think, I wonder if there's a solo instance. I think there's probably a solo instance in one of these two quests. And we might see a near, a popular near enemy appear in this. But I, I just like that's seeing. That's the case. It. They should have waited for the next twenty-four man to throw that in. Honestly. No, I mean, I, like I said, I, it's a far cry from an opera, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some familiar enemies appear in that one. But you got to remember, they can only do so many bosses in the raids. So right, I'm not. Well, that's that's one that's that's one that's iconic in, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It's literally the probably the most requested boss, other than like some of the very final bosses. From Near Automata. At least that's from what I see. Um, right. This for me more speaks to... I really wish they did this with the Eden Raids 2. Or even just all the 8-mans and 24-mans. The in-between patches having story segments. For me, mm -hmm. I I want that. I don't want to forget about something entirely. Even if it's just like an hour of quests. I just... I don't know. I, I, like, the, I like the idea of taking the time where we're not doing the 24-mans. To keep expanding the stories and the, and the lore. So... Mm -hmm. I don't know if you feel the same way about about those kind of things, or if you're just like, bro, I just need to get this done. I don't. It's whatever. <laughs> you're more of a near fan than I am, though, so I don't know how it how it fares. I mean, again, I I played later than pretty much most people, but I did love it, and um, I'm down for getting like little snippets. But don't again, don't include like major shit in these little snippets. I mean, it's just something to kind of tie us over until the the next part of the near storyline and speaking at in that regard um you know the majority of the i guess pr towards 5.1 went towards near do you think that's going to happen in 5.3 the the finale of shadowbringers is front and center okay like the actual finale of the story of Shad that's that's way in the heads above more important than uh, than that. I mean, I mean, with yeah. 4.1, they also used Ivalice. You know, that was that was there was a return to Ivalice patch, um, or the the what was it called? It was like uh, Legend Reborn or something like that, or Legends. I don't remember. It was a Legend, Legend something, turns. but but the entire artwork was all the Ivalice stuff. 
it was Ramza and, and you know, all the evolution mm-hmm. stuff. And I think for the point one patch, we should kind of expect now the 24-man raid to kind of be the highlighted feature. But for point three, no, dude, Shadowbringers is the way more important aspect of that's going on in the point three patch. Okay. Um, Chad also is going nuts over me, not specifically bringing up that the final quest in Eden requires some main scenario, some unknown main scenario progress. Now, specifically, it requires main scenario progress that is from 5.2 because it says question mark, question mark, question mark. Which implies it's a quest we don't know the name of yet. But the question is, does that mean we have to do that part, like 5.2 main scenario, to go into Savage? Because normally you need the quests done to get to Savage. Right. right. And then put that alongside the fact that they said you're going to need to set aside some time for MSQ. I mean, not if I press escape. (laughs) I just don't want to have to do that. Right. tough to say it's really tough to say i don't know like i'm hoping that it's more akin to like the quests that um you know how in 5.1 there's the follow-up quest with uh with uh what's her face um flamin yeah flamin and that's like completely optional the game doesn't really do much to draw your attention but it's in the patches i'm hoping it's just like that it's like a little follow-up for when you're done with both and it's mm-hmm. not part of the and I, the quest before it's the savage unlock. I don't. I just don't think they'll throw a main scenario. They'll force you to do the five point two main scenario before that. I just don't. I don't think they're they're they've lost their mind that much. Yeah, I don't think they would knowingly get into the get in the way of the world first race or anything. Yeah, I think they're well aware of how important that would be yeah. to this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put my confidence in that being a bonus quest that you can do after doing 5.2 because we know Eden is so closely tied to like the actual world of the first, and so whatever's happening in the main scenario, the crazy shit that's happening, it would make sense for these two things to kind of have a converging point, even if it's not like a direct you know, tie-in, or a direct continuation of the main scenario, I suppose. The mm. best way to put it. Uh, so, fingers crossed, though, because <laughs> if not, there's gonna be some <laughs> mad people. Uh, and then the Qatari are here. We already know about this. They reiterated in the JP interviews that there's a branching path at some point that doesn't change the rewards, but change the way the, the Beast Tribe area will appear. And change the story, of course, as a result. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm still torn. I like, I like that they're doing that, but without New Game Plus immediately for it. Like, I have to wait for New mm-hmm. Game Plus. I uh, kind of like New, I don't know. I want a New Game Plus and see both sides. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Now we get to have a discussion, but this is going to be like, it's going to be like the Valentine's Day event, like part two. Because now people are mad they didn't get to see the other two people win for like whatever would have happened there. It's weird mm-hmm. because people say, oh, give me choice, give me choice. And then when we give them choice and you can't do the other ones, they're like, why'd you do that? Why did you do that? You wanted choice. You wanted choice. You wanted choice. 
I hope I do hope it's not something too major, but at the same time, if it is, it just keeps making new game plus actually make more sense eventually when we can do Beast Tribe quests with this too. So we'll see. Oh, they did post the other two results on the dev blog. Well, that won't happen here because this everyone will just have to talk about it, I suppose. Uh, other than that, the Katari, nothing really else to say about that. They're adding a bunch of stuff to New Game Plus, though. And remember, 5.3 yeah. is the Realm Reborn rework. That's the timing they're aiming for. So this, this has to keep becoming a topic, New Game Plus, because a Realm Reborn rework is going to be very much under the scrutinous eye of the player base. Are you going to redo any of these? Be honest with me. Are you even remotely considering New Game Plusing anything at all that isn't maybe a Realm Reborn? Currently, no. I mean, there's some some stuff I would like to go back and see, but I can't think of it right now. Would you even New Game Plus it, though, and not just, like, go to the inn and, like, just watch the cutscene? I know that's not every cutscene. There's obviously those scenes. And yeah, there's some, some cutscenes that you, you can only see in New Game Plus, and those would be it. But I just can't remember from life of me which ones they would be. Well, at least you can do Hildebrand again. That's the most important thing here. That's the only mo that's the only important thing here, really, is doing Hildebrand again. Clearly. Uh, then new items from Gemstone Traders. Fates. I it's the one resource I hadn't thought about capping before the patch, and now I think I need to go cap gemstones. On your primal character? Well, yeah. If there was, if those gemstone items are used for new for the five point two like crafted items. Yeah, for the item level 480 stuff which it very well fuck. might be or the new potions fuck yeah exactly <sighs> you're like oh shit I don't want to do fates <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry two, two days I guess yeah I got two days to do enough fates to cap my gemstones and to level a crafter from 1 to 80. Yeah. I mean, they said we'd have most of Monday. I think the maintenance is only like six hours. So, like, servers won't even go down to like 9 p.m. Pacific or something. So, you technically have all Monday, too. Yeah. Uh, change the usual treasure hunt changes, just shifting the rewards around. Hey, I like treasure hunts. Uh, all the changes to, like, the the... The free company crafting, being able to do it solo. Um, we found out what they're doing for the maximum ranks for free companies. We got a little bit more explanation about that. But it's something kind of weird about this. So at ranks 10, 12, 15, 18, and 20, you get new bonuses and entitlements. At 10 and 15, your company chest compartment numbers go up. And at 12, 18, and 20, the number of inactive actions that you can hold and store goes up. But you can go all the way to rank 30 and the rewards stop 30. at rank 20. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. So nothing at 30. I'm guessing it just wasn't ready, like the higher tier reward. Like the, maybe in 5.3, they don't increase the rank, but they just add stuff from like 20 to 30. I'm going to chalk it up to prelim and wait for the actual notes. No. I do, you're telling me there's going to be something so beneficial between ranks 20 and 30 that they're like, we can't put that in the prelims. Possibly. <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's future. I think it's future proofing. I don't see. I don't think unless it's like. You take 10% less damage or something in raids. Like, I don't... 
there's no chance that it's like, they would never do that. That's a very free-to-play MMO yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, you want to you know. take that back, dial that back a little bit? I'm just yeah, saying please. that's the only thing I would leave out of prelim notes is something that severe, and it's not something they'll ever do. So, no, for me, that's just they, they're future-proofing. They'll add more rewards later. Mm-hmm. Um, housing, if there's any houses left in wards 19 to 21, you can buy them. You can buy them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, it's like, did you need this reminder in the patch notes? Because I can tell you what most wards 19 through 21 look like right now, and full would be the answer. Pretty but much. just in case, you never know. You never know. We got some furnishing design winners. We got our mannequins. Don't tell fold. Uh, we've got new orchestra. <laughs> we got new orchestra rolls being added. Yeah. Yeah, don't tell. Don't, won't put him on the show. God damn it. Don't, don't tell. If he was on this show, it would have been an especially, especially bad disaster. We'd be stuck on the mannequins for ages. Good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're just adding more stuff. There's more orchestrian roles. Now they're starting to add more categories for orchestrian roles. New flower pots, which I compl- or new plants in flower pots, which I completely forgot about. New fish, new fish, new fish prints, which are you know they yep. they've revealed alongside ocean Bring fishing. Alongside them, yeah, yeah. Uh, some estate tags being added, but then of course, clearly the biggest part of the patch, the falling city of Nim, being added to the leap of faith. Um, and the old stage is called the Fall of Belladia, so I'm assuming they're just adding fall. I guess they're just trying to take insatiable and like the theme of Shadowbringers and just throw seven falls on us. Dude, you know what I want to do? I want to take Leap of Faith and I want to take Insatiable and I want to make like I want to make just like a, a, a with a we fall thing but just falling off this thing over and over again. Make a, a montage of Yeah, like a like off. a montage to Insatiable but strictly for Leap of Faith. I mean, you could I guess you could technically do it for stuff like uh Kugane as well. Yeah. Kugane Tower. But uh yeah, speedruns too insatiable. No, speedruns they don't fall. In speedruns, that's when they do like Kugane in like two minutes and like nine seconds. Well, I think the record for Kugane is like I feel like it's like under a minute for the whole tower. It's disgustingly good to watch that speedrun. Um, disappointingly though, it seems they still haven't figured out a system to queue for multiple maps without just setting the queue to going to maps. I realize this kind of bleeds into PvP as a problem too. When they make like a new map for the same mode, they just kind of phase out the old map. They're kind of starting to do it with Leap of Faith because every hour on the hour, if you get Leap of Faith, it's the fall of Belladiah, which is the old one. On 20 and 40 past the hour, it's if you get it, it's the Falling City of Nim. Is there really not a way they can just make it random between the two Leap of Faiths? Can't they just add, like, a fourth thing on the list? I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I get that it's the newer one and you want to make it more frequent, but, like, it's just Leap of Faith. You don't. It doesn't need to be more frequent than the You're other one. You're saying that? I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's like with PvP modes, too, though. Like, when you make new maps, you don't have to delete the old ones. Just, like file it into a friggin' queuing system, and then it's whatever you get's random. I don't care if it's the newer one. It's like, now I'm afraid when they release enough Leap of Faith, you're just gonna get rid of the old ones. But they need a system in place, because they can't just keep destroying or, like, getting rid of old maps. That's, dude, that's resources. That's work. That's content. If they were to integrate it into a system, they would have to change the... The only way I can see that happening is they change the uh, occurrences. Like, 
instead of uh, every 20 minutes and have to be what maybe I don't know every 10 minutes something like no, that just make like, it four occurrences instead of three. like why does it have to be only three options for every 20 minutes why can't it just be both leap of faiths why can't it just be four options and both leap of faiths are there I don't know it's just it's weird to me it's like a really small thing that just bugs me that they feel the need to force this one to be two, you know, two out of three times across an hour. If you get it, it'll be that. Just, I don't know. I just, I don't understand why they do it that way. Specifically for something like a like Gates. That's, I, I don't know. But there's new triple triad cards, which is also important. Yeah. Hey, man. You gotta use those triple triad cards to earn this fucking bunny with MGP. This bunny with a scarf. It's a bunny with a scarf, Sly. And it's not even the best minion on these patch notes. And it's a bunny with a scarf. Because that's... That's... Yeah. It's like... And it looks like... And it, it doesn't just look like a bunny. It looks like a stuffed bunny version of right. like the chocolate bunnies that the no, ears no, no, are no. way too big. The ears are big, and you can tell, like, the stitches on the ears and everything. Um, it looks it looks like a fucked up bunny. I'm just saying, that's still not even the best minion in these patch notes, and that's a pretty damn good minion. Mm -hmm. uh, updates to performance, just the number of, like, preset songs that are there. Updates to Chloe's rewards. Um, now, mm -hmm. here's the next thing. We get to the battle system. Now, normally, we have job changes to talk about, but they've specifically stated, and I think we talked about it last week, that they're looking to not include that in prelim notes anymore. So, not until the full patch notes. Uh, so, it feels kind of weird <laughs> just not talking about it. It was kind of weird not talking about it and getting people to fucking freak out. It makes people freak out just as much when there's nothing there, because it makes them think that they're hiding stuff. Tell me! We're going to complain anyway. Tell me. And then once we get the actual patch notes, then we freak out. What time is the patch note reading again? I don't know. I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a sleep sly. I don't know. When the patch notes go live. <laughs> when the full patch notes go live. That's the answer. Um, they did they did at least make sure to include that the meditation gauge will be added for Samurai. Because it's not really a job change. That's a quality of life right. update. Uh, but then we get into Dungeon Anamnesis Anitor. It's part of the main story. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Item level 440 and above. Nothing really fancy to say. They're syncing the previous three dungeons that are after the Amarok to 470. This is pretty new too. But then music for certain instance dungeon boss battles introduced in 5.0 and 5.1 have been adjusted. Are they just... I, I feel like that's them getting rid of the, the generic boss music for the first two bosses. And just letting the mm -hmm. theme for the dungeon play out. And then the last boss obviously has their own theme. But that's the only thing I could think of that being, I guess. And I, I, I'm okay because the bosses, like, the music's fine for the first two bosses. But it's always like, I'd rather just listen to the theme of the dungeon. Or they're changing out the old Insatiable for the Primal's Insatiable. But then that, that would also imply that 5.2's last boss doesn't use Insatiable. Because, oh, I guess they wouldn't have to change it. Yeah, never mind. That makes sense. I guess. Yeah, that's possible, too. I hadn't, I hadn't really considered that. Then there's my favorite update. No more Void Scent Blood, Bat Fangs, and such items. Yeah. 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. And now we get to kind of start talking about the JP interviews a little bit more because now we're getting into the trials and like the meat of the battle content. Uh, so we have the Cinder Drift Normal and the Cinder Drift Extreme. These are both Ruby Weapon. They follow all the same conventions as the Normals and Extremes. You know, we can tell the minimum item level for Ruby Weapon being 470 to enter means the weapons will be 485. So that's also another thing to look forward to. But we get a lot more supporting details out of the interviews that came from the uh, Japanese media websites. Yes. Now, uh, one thing before you before you get into the meat of it, because I, I think it left it out in the TLDR, um, which was funny to me. Uh, I looked at the translated Ninkiki interview. Um, Yoshida says one of the highlights there is there are a lot of people who love Gundam. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, by the way. What? What's what's it close to? Is it Sazabi? Like he he loves Gundam? Like really? No, it's not Sazabi. It's it's a cubelay. That your 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 inner weeb really came out with that one, Sly. The fact that you didn't let me get to that statement, which I was going to get to anyway, to to say I have to talk about this right now. <laughs> He's a Gundam fan. He's a Gundam we fan. were gonna get to that. That's literally the fourth note, and you were just like that's the first thing we're talking about. I'm making an executive decision now. That is the first thing we are talking about. They didn't no, they didn't mention the Sazabi or TLDR. Well, yeah, they said it's a new type, which is apparently, you know, a direct translation to somebody who's a big a new type refers to a quote extremely skilled pilot with abnormal human abilities in the robot anime Gundam and their ability to predict attacks beforehand. So that's that's what we were gonna get to. It's referring to the pilot, not the gun. Yeah, it's referring to the yeah, but it's still referring to the anime. That's you. I'm just saying you got real anime on me real quick with that one. Sly, I'm just pointing that out. Uh, they pretty much the first thing they say here in the in the interviews is they just reiterate that they consider this the weapon series internally. Pretty much confirming mm -hmm. Emerald, Diamond, and, you know, obviously some people are hoping maybe one of the ambiguous ones. Sapphire gets his fucking head blown off maybe again. Uh, <laughs> that idiot. What's this do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, at that point, we all pretty much expected it, but Diamond and Emerald probably are the other two bosses at minimum yeah. that'll be present in the series. Um, also, Ruby Weapon, they say, is a little harder than other EX Primals. I think they said the same thing about Biako, and I'd say that was accurate comparatively to Susano. It's also he was, was also it? Yeah, he was I mean he was, was boring it? as fuck, but I'd say arguably Biako was harder than uh Susano and Lakshmi. <sighs> and he says okay. a little hard. I think it's I think it's just the usual So basically the very first piece of content of all types in the expansion is like their oh, you know, everyone's getting used to their job skills, so it's not as hard. But then we make it a little harder. But for the people who, like, aren't struggling adjusting to job changes, it's, like, no different at all. It's just kind of how it works out. It's really, that, that statement probably only applies to people who are new to Final Fantasy XIV, or at least new to doing content of that level, I'd, I'd expect. Okay. Um, so they have quite a lot of new mechanics. Uh, I, you know, that statement is always interesting to me because... They said the same thing in the live letter about Eden. They said they had four different Savage developers working on each fight and that they were trying to come up with new stuff. How many new things can you realistically do? Like, would you consider the standing... I, I would consider this. Would you consider standing on 
the little raised platforms from the claws going into the ground. Is that, does that really qualify as new to you just because it's never happened in I mean, that exact had, order? Yeah, it, yeah it, it's not really new because we've had quote-unquote quicksand mechanics before. But Yeah, like, and we've had elevation mechanics before. I mean, like right. the Crystal Tower has elevation mechanics. Mm-hmm. So it's a question of what they really consider new. Is it this exact combination of quicksand plus a raised platform? Or is it, or is that not like the extent of what they're talking about? Because I feel like that is directly, that's the first thing I think of when they, I look at that statement. Mm-hmm. Like how new can they really make things? Like how many different ways can we dodge an AoE is ultimately how you, no, I mean, that's the most rudimentary level. Things that are trying to kill you will either hit you automatically or there'll be avoidable. So how many different ways can you do that defines new. And after so many years, how many ways indeed? Right. Yeah, I don't think it I don't think they'll be exactly new. The way they're executed, I guess. I don't know. Like again, it's like you said, how how many ways can we do or dodge certain mechanics? I mean, the woke. I mean, that's ultimate. The woke thing was new. Yeah, woke. I'd I'd say deliberately fucking up a fight to to do it, it to do it correctly. Yeah. It was relatively new, it's, and it, and they they kind of recycled that idea in Alexander to some degree with with the heart, deliberately mm-hmm. making the heart you know hit everything to explode it, as opposed to getting it everything out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that they can't do brand new, but I do wonder, like, what, what, how far something has to be removed from what we've seen before for them to consider it new internally. It's just I mean, a wonder of mine. Yeah, will the indicators be new in terms of, like, how yeah. you... Yeah, know? indicate, in, the game's come a long way with indicators. New indicators are probably the thing I get most excited about every, mm. in, a, in a patch. Like, I, I don't know why, but just having something that I can universally recognize for the rest of Final Fantasy fourteen like limit cut mm-hmm. is uh is great it's great it's fantastic yeah anyway let's move on from that uh let's see you'll have you'll be able to fight comfortably if you can vision envision where the aoe indicators will move to next <laughs> they're really asking to be a new type with that one slide <laughs> I think that's what he meant by new type players might have an easy time clearing, like, foreseeing, like, oh, well, he's clearly going to do that. So that's, you get to be the anime protagonist, Sly. What's your anime yeah, protagonist name? Rain. What's your anime protagonist name? I don't have one. Well, I, mean, I guess I'd be, I guess I'd be Amara Ray or, I don't know, Hiro Yui. I don't know. Pick no, give me one. your name. Don't pick, I don't want you taking their names. We need a Sly anime name. Can I get some fan art of Sly as an anime protagonist on Twitter immediately, please? And a giant-ass robot behind me. Yeah, nice. if he wants a robot, that's the kind of protagonist he wants to be. He needs a robot, okay? I'll make it happen, please. We'll, we'll, we'll be very joyous, and it will, be in, it will include it in the end credits of State of the Realm. Uh, so one... So this is probably the these last few parts for Rue Weapon are probably the parts people are talking about most. So the first and second phase are mm-hmm. entirely different. Um, other translations strictly say there is a checkpoint in Ruby Weapon, akin to Hades Normal or like God Kafka, you know, literally flat checkpoints that cut the fight in half. 
It also says that it's so long they're doing two totems again, like they did with Hades. And this sounds like it's more. Now, do you think that that checkpoint is normal only and that the extreme will be just like the condensed 11, 12 minute like Hades EX was? That's what I think is going to happen. But still two totems, of course. Yeah. Do you, you, do you think they're, they're going to forego the checkpoint in extreme? Yeah, I don't see why they would add a checkpoint at this point. Even after Hades, you know, not having a checkpoint, right? Yeah, Hades doesn't have a checkpoint in extreme. Yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed to a checkpoint. They've said before they're willing to use checkpoints. Like, not to... They, they haven't phased it out entirely. So, I actually You're think... You're not opposed to them? No. Really? Yeah, they said that... They, they Basically, the problem was that there's some design decision problems with doing one continuous fight, and there's some doing them with a checkpoint. And the thing is, they, they just use the checkpoint over and over again. In sort of like every final boss of... of Savage was a checkpoint, essentially. So re-clearing that week, week on, weekend and weekend, it kind of sucks. Whereas something that's on a lesser scale, like a normal or even an extreme, you can you can do that with a little bit more reasonable expectation. So it's not that... Don't be surprised if you see checkpoints in any content other than, like, ultimate. They'll probably won't ever do one. Unless they want to make, like, a 27-minute ultimate and put the checkpoint, like, 12 minutes in. I don't think we'll ever see one. And if you do that, Square Enix... I'm going to die. We are all going to die. And I don't just mean doing the fight. I mean, we will all die. Like, for real. Because 27 remember minutes... The, remember the good old days of ARR when we had to... When we actually had ads in, um, in Raid and then we had... Once you cleared the ads, that was the checkpoint. You could come back in after ads. Yeah. I remember... I remember. Um, for me, the most interesting thing is, A, not... First of all, I, I like that they're starting to shake things up a little bit with the EX Primal formula. They're doing the double totems. They're doing these longer engagements. They're making them more cinematic. Mm -hmm. They're making them more fun. I loved Hades EX. Um, I yeah. thought its length was perfect. I thought the reward structure worked well. So to see them continue that and sort of take that feedback and incorporate it into more of them makes it... For me, I like that because it's not like a content I usually get excited about. But I am, more so. Uh, especially with something like Ruby Weapon. But then they said this. This was weird to me. So, internally, when they test these bosses, apparently it's been a while since they've done a fight and not just beaten it the first try. So they did, they weren't able to beat Ruby Weapon on their first try internally. Meaning, they knew everything about the fight. They had prepared for it. They designed it. And they didn't beat it the first time. So... I don't, I don't think that's really indicative of anything because we surprise them all the time with stuff like that. But mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting that this was the breaking point for that somehow. So what do you think that means for, you know, the player base? I think that just means that there's going to be one thing that when someone fucks it up, everyone dies. And that internally they had someone fuck oh, something goes, up. I, I, no, you can recover from a lot of things. To be fair, Hades did have that. Yeah, Hades, Hades, yeah. Hades, oh, your tank Hades missed the meteor? Lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, uh, still, Hades is a bit on the forgivable side. Like, there is shit you can flub through in, like, in the first half of the fight and still heal everybody and get through to final Hades, I guess. Sly, in the week of prep for 5.2, 
We did mm-hmm. turn eight savage min item level. We did some farm parties. We did a little bit of Alexander, but one of the things we did, we were doing optimization runs on Voidwalker, and somebody died, and then somebody else died. So then everyone started memeing and going, "Oh no, I backflipped off the edge of the arena. I guess we'll just have to start over now." Six people died. It was a tank and a healer, and the healer rezzed everyone, and we killed the boss on that pull. Some things are very recoverable in the right circumstances. <laughs> Maybe this is just not one of those things. <laughs> okay. Fair. Uh, that was that was an interesting pull. I'm 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 excited. I'm kind of upset that I won't get to do Ruby Weapon until like days down the line because obviously we'll be doing Savage for the first couple days. Who knows? Maybe right. maybe with some of the other things they say here, maybe we need those Ruby Weapon weapons. You never know. Maybe we need that extra five know. item levels and we got to stop and do Ruby yeah. Weapon at some point. Maybe I doubt it, but you know it's always a possibility. So that's Ruby wouldn't weapon. hurt. Wouldn't hurt. I mean, yeah. how much time is that? Yeah, never mind. Time. Never mind. Now, some people are curious about the Ruby Weapon weapons. I think we get kind of a peek at them in some of the screenshots and some of the pieces of the trailer where they're fighting Ruby Weapon, but that's actually not the primal weapon people are talking about the most. Gunbreaker and Dancer are getting Shinryu weapons. Yay? So Shinryu Ultimate at some point? At 5.5? Is that is that what that's... Because here's the thing that's weird. They made no effort to make Alexander weapons for Gunbreaker and Dancer. Mm-hmm. But Shinryu suddenly has weapons for Gunbreaker and Dancer. There's a million other things that could done, but Shinryu in particular has these two weapons. Now, Shinryu as a fight for you, you you were kind of in, I guess, in the middle. I I, I didn't whole... like him as much as Thornton was how I felt about Shinryu. Right. So, would you? I mean, you would. You would do. A Shinryu Ultimate. Of but, course I would do a Shinryu Ultimate. But you wouldn't, like, you would You would rather have a Thornton Ultimate, which is very... No, I don't want Thornton Ultimate. I've told you a million times, the only way it's Thornton Ultimate for me is if it's the Warring Triad and it ends with Thornton. Otherwise, I want nothing. Thornton, you can't just take Thornton and his knights and make it an Ultimate again. That's boring as fuck. You need some other element in there to make it They've fun. They've given new elements to other other fights yeah that's called extreme and savage ultimate is supposed to be telling a story and just beating thornton's ass a second time a third time is not an ultimate quality fight you either need nidhogg involved you need the warring triad involved or no go with thornton his knights are fucking boring and and he will be boring as an extension of his knights being boring now on the other hand we now have a theme that I've said was a possibility that I would be perfectly okay with Thornton being involved in, and that's Nidhogg's eyes. We now have a full timeline of Nidhogg's eyes and where they've been, all the way up to their actual destruction at the hands of Astinian. And that ends <laughs> with Shinryu. Most of those enemies are from Heavensward, but Shinryu is from Stormblood. So, I wonder if instead of Warring Triad in 5.5, if we get Shinryu, and it's Nidhogg, Thordin, Shinryu. So maybe throw Harry Svelger, I guess, if you want for the whole story, but I wouldn't expect it. The Dragon Song. That would be pretty nice. 
literally, yeah. That's the. I mean, it it goes a little beyond Dragon Song. I feel like it kind of undercuts Nidhogg as a final boss potentially. And then, again, as much mm -hmm. as I don't think Thornton's great on his own as a final boss with the Triad, if he had actually achieved his goal and absorbed the Triad, which was why he was there, he was there to absorb the Primals with the Eye of Nidhogg. If he had done that, that would have been pretty fucking cool. And I'm still okay with that idea. But I'm also okay with telling the entire story of Heaven's Ward into, all the way into uh, Shinryu. I'm just saying, these weapons being added is going to keep... Everyone's going to be looking at Shinryu weapon and be like, Hey, where's that ultimate, huh, Yoshi P? Where's, where's that ultimate? Where is it? Where is it, Yoshi P? Sly can't only see my beard because I'm leaning over a camera that's right here. Wow. I'm just saying. Sorry, Chad. And also, you can get the Titanian Innocent Mounts with totems now. Yeah. yeah. Now, the next point of contention, and not really contention, but discussion would be better. Eden's Verse. Yes. We have an order for the bosses now. Wow, we were wrong. <laughs> we were so wrong. We were as wrong as could humanly be, pretty much. Yes. Every, every single thing was I'm wrong. I'm glad we're wrong. It's nice to be wrong. It's nice to be wrong. Yeah. We couldn't have been more wrong. So, for Eden's versus normal, there's really nothing additional to say here. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, you go through, you collect the, to the tokens every week if you need the loot and whatever. No biggie. When they go into talking about Eden's versus Savage, though... Is where we get the order of the encounters. Fulmination, Furor, Iconoclasm, and Refulgence. Now those are the English names, and that will be important in a second. Fulmination is Ramu. Furor is Ifrit and Garuda. Iconoclasm is the Krill from Gears of War. And the fourth is a mystery still. So, Refulgence. Refulgence is the only one that's kind of up for discussion. Because light. it's most closely associated with light in English. Mm -hmm. And it's got some direct associations in other languages as well. I want it to be Shiva. I now don't no longer think it's Shiva. I think Shiva's E9. Here's the only thing people are holding on to that maybe it's Shiva. And it's the German translation. Esterung, which can mean freezing in some capacity, but it doesn't mean it in the in like ice freezing. It's it's mm -hmm. it's that's not what it equates to. And also, Orianje uses it as a term for the light. So, and in French, it literally translates to glow. <laughs> it would be Eden's Eden's verse glow, essentially. So now we have no fucking idea who this is. If it's Eden rematch, if it's some sort of Sin Eater that we're not prepared for. Some people think it's Innocence <clears throat> coming back. They think it's Innocence Savage. I'm like, no, please. No. I feel like it had, like, if you're talking about light, it would have to be Eden related. So it would just probably be just a straight up Eden boss. Like, Eden... I'm thinking Eden rematch. Yeah, and Yoshi P did say we would know the person and slash boss when we saw it. Maybe it's Anima. 
<laughs> Maybe it's Anima from 10, but as a Sin Eater. <laughs> Don't tease me. Don't fucking <laughs> No, dude, it's a Sin Eater version of, of Anima from Final Fantasy X. There you go. No, it's Sin. Dude, That's I don't sick. I don't know who it's gonna be now. <laughs> I, I I literally I'm I'll take any I'll take any guesses. Other than a boss we've already fought at this point, I'll accept any guess. I, I literally can't I can no longer dispute that it'll be Shiva. I've lost I've lost my outside of the whole refractive light off of crystals and ice, I've lost all arguing. All all arguing uh chips. Tesseline reborn. <laughs> no. If it's te don't make me kill Tesseline a second time. Please. Fuck that. Mm -mm. And Moogles, I refuse to believe, are aspected to light because they're the devils. And hell is the devil, so fire. Okay. What are you looking for, Sly? It's an umbrella with a lightsaber. Okay. I'm reading chat. I didn't say that. Um... God, I'm trying to think of every light associated light associated Final Fantasy boss that I can think of, but I... some people are saying it's Minfilia. I'll just out of pocket for that one stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man, oh, we all know Minfilia's dormant in Reen's soul. You know, she's she's dead to us technically, but you know. All I know is I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be surprised by the time it's all said and done. What are you smiling about, Sly? Eh, what are you smiling no. about? No, it's, it's say too it. far of a cry. Say it. It's 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 too say far it. of a cry. No. Say no. it. <laughs> no. Sly, I'm demanding as your co-host that you just say it. It has no relation to Eden whatsoever. But does that have relation to light? Kinda. Say it. The Nevelsa? Something similar to that's not entirely out of the realm. Of, it may not be him, per se. I wouldn't be surprised to see that model pop up. That was actually a model I was genuinely surprised not to see. Something akin to it. In uh, in uh, anything. Uh, I wouldn't rule that out. I don't think it'd be him, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them use that model soon. That that wouldn't shock me mm. at all. Uh, mm. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was... See, you made it sound like you were gonna say some dumb shit. That had some, that had some room. At least that's like a god of some it, kind. It, feel, it feels like a reach, though. It, it feels like a reach. It's not even Eden related. Who, who cares? The primals weren't Eden related until they made them Eden related. <laughs> we didn't go into no, Eden. No, we did. We did. No, no, we. Well, yeah, technically, but like they wrote the story. Like nobody thought, oh, Eden raid. I, I can't wait to refight Titan. That, that that line of thinking never once occurred to us. Hmm. I'm just saying. I don't think your idea was ha even remotely as bad as you thought it was. I'm just. I'm. I'm saving you the embarrassment here. Uh, but man, yeah, that's just. We were so wrong about the boss. <laughs> so. We really were. So wrong. So the other thing people are talking about with Eden's verse, though, is from the JP interviews. Um, this statement I feel like is is more of a discussion amongst people who don't remember Stormblood. Okay. So Delta Scape, they told us they deliberately cut back on boss health and like they made it easier because it was the start of the expansion. They told mm -hmm. us the same thing for Eden's Gate. 
when Sigma Scape came around, they said, well, now that the expansion's been out, you know, we're not holding back on the bosses as much. So, you know, that we didn't tune them down as much. It's just, this is the same statement, just unfortunately he threw a number out there and everyone's losing their mind about this number because he's saying that they reduced the required damage for Eden's Gate bosses by 15%. Now, if you think back to Titan, if Titan had 15% more health, that motherfucker would have been loot locked 100% week one. None of these bosses in this tier are going to be loot locked unless you just don't do enough DPS week one, like as an individual group. So, but everyone's losing their mind over that 15% statement. Like, oh, this is going to be like Gordius level DPS checks. I'm like, no, it won't be. Sigma scape. Yeah. That's our good old buddy. Two days. No, Two that, days, I think it was 20 hours. It was 20 or 26 hours. I think it was 20 hours. Might have been 26. Hmm. Either way, it was beat week one. Yeah, still. I, I was like world sixth on that. We beat it week one on like Friday or Thursday or Friday or something. How do you think it's going to impact the world first race? And it won't. This is no different. This is going to be, this is just going to feel exactly like Sigma Scape in regards to like how long everything takes. Titan was really tough on DPS checks for a lot of people. It's the only thing that was concerning. And that's why people are looking at this now that's and they're like... Only, that's my only real reason for asking. So if, if they're, you know, if, you know, HP is going to be a little bit higher and it's going to be tougher on DPS. It might not impact it as much. I don't think it'll impact but, it at all. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair. It really comes so, down to the last fight. It, it depends on how true that statement is for the last fight. Because there's a possibility that the check is enough that people want ruby weapon weapons. That's possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But not loot but it won't be loot locked to be. Like you won't be it won't be unbeatable week one by world by world proc groups. I, I, yeah. I so sincerely doubt that. So Oh yeah, there was an emergency maintenance during Sigma Scape. I remember because we had had a one percent Sigma Scape wipe, and the maintenance started right after that. I remember that too. Now that was going to be that yeah. was going to be World Second, I think, or World Third or something. And then we lost, it. and then when we came back in, we just didn't clear it fast enough. You know what? We, I remember what we wiped to. We wiped to someone didn't summon the rock that you block the water with at one percent. They're just like, ah, fuck it, and then we died. <laughs> it's like motherfucker. <laughs> we were so angry. So very angry. All right, I don't remember if they didn't do it on purpose or if they just... I think they just forgot to do it, whoever was in charge of that. I don't remember. All right, either way, that's going to be my life next week. Sly, I'm going to be honest. If I get stuck, if it is really bad gear gating, like if I'm wrong, we're not doing State of the Realm next week. I'm just warning you okay. right now. Fair. Because that Friday, I will. if I need I, the time, I I'm taking in. it and putting I it in that. I'm going into next week considering that a possibility that we might not have a show. Chat, you should too, probably. Yeah. Like, just keep that in mind. Yeah, if we need to delay the first we'll, impression we'll, show we'll let until you know. Tuesday, we'll we let you know to. via Twitter and everything. But yeah, and he'll probably let you know on stream. But yeah, we'll let you know. But go into next week with that possibility. Yeah, if that if that statement holds any credence more than than I'm giving it credit for, then there's a, a high probability that I might need Friday. <laughs> we'll see. 
That's well. I think I think he's I think he's just doing the talk. Remember between second and final coil. I don't trust anything that they say about difficulty ever. <laughs> ever since that raid tier, nobody has taken it a hundred percent. Like any sort of difficulty measurement, a hundred percent seriously. Between second and final coil ruin that for everyone. Uh, okay, moving down, we're going to skip some of the smaller stuff. I mean, like, they just added stuff to the Raid Finder duty. Like, they moved duties around. Um, Echo has healing potency. Apparently, the healing potency from Echo only worked on spells and not abilities before. I didn't realize that. I don't know how I didn't realize that, but I never realized that. Echo being added to Hades. Weekly restrictions being removed for Alexander and the Copied Factory on top of the sink for Epic of Alexander. Tomestone changes. Ooh. Ooh. That's never seen that before. JK. Probably the most disappointing part of the patch notes. Uh, back to two dungeons in the roulette. For expert. It's Grand Cosmos and uh, Anamnesis. But you made your peace with that a while back. Yeah, but I still... I, I know there's a lot of people that do dungeons. And mm. a lot of people that do roulettes more than me. Mm. And I never like seeing two dungeons in a roulette. I just don't. It's just not a roulette. It's a duty coin flip. Mm. It's duty heads tails. There is, of course, a level 80 roulette, which will have the twinning. Like, I do like that, having an extra roulette for people who do like doing it. And with when we get to talk about the relic a little bit later, that actually comes... It's way more valuable when we have relic quests that work like the Heavensward relic. But all mm. the same, I never like seeing a roulette with only two dungeons. It's just not a roulette, man. Level 80 roulette will give uh, 100 Phantasmagorian, 15 Allegory. Just like the 70s and the 60s before it at their appropriate levels. And then mm -hmm. they're adding all the normal trials and everything to all the different roulettes as well. You know, they're changing all the tomestone values on everything to make it up to date with the fact that we have Allegory tomes. Uh, then we get to new items, the range DPS gear design winner. So apparently, I haven't looked, but the 5.2 site updated with the other jobs... For the raid design winner so this picture right here is only the the ranged dps ranged. but let me grab the the 5.2 site for final fantasy 14 and because uh, i haven't looked at it yet this will be my, my first time actually looking at it uh so i'm i'm hoping for a pleasant surprise i mean obviously i'm ranged physical so i don't need to know what the other ones look like i suppose but it's nice i like to see their interpretations because this all the winners have been fantastic all of the winners have been really, really good. So, seeing how they take it and kind of reinterpret it is always interesting. I'm just going to scroll all the way to the bottom and then see where they are there. Uh, gear, gear, gear. Where's the gear? Gear, gear. I see new, 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 new. Where are they? I was I lied to? I don't see them. Am I dumb? I think I'm dumb. Recipes? Am I dumb? I think I'm dumb. Oh, here they are. Found them. New crafting recipes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that looks really... <laughs> the tank one. The tank one is fly. I'm not going to lie. All of these are pretty good. They actually did the, They did a really good job with the theme. I like the little top hats. The little top hats are so good. Dapper as fuck, dude. Yeah, they look dapper as fuck. <laughs> I love this. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. I like almost all of these. <laughs> it's just that they have a, the Rogadon on the left. It's, it's weirding me out. <laughs> He's too pale. <laughs> He's way too pale on the left. That's about the only thing 
I don't like about this. That has nothing to do he's with the He's a vampire. Outfit. Yeah, he's, he's a vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire with a tiny top hat. <laughs> I love the tiny top hat. It won't make me take off the toad head, but the but the the the, the hats there are good. I approve. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Congratulations to the winners. You did a good job. And then Square Enix, thank you for making those also better. And then they have other new recipes here. They have like the the like uh, what are they called? The image that's just below on the patch notes. Um, oh, you're back in the patch notes. Yeah. Uh, oh, the... Um... Toga. That's what I was looking for. Toga. Yeah. They're kind of like togas. Not really 100% like... They're, they're toga material. Toga they're parties. Ooh. They've got... Oh, God. The Fieldcraft demo material changes. Also, the, the gill, the vendor prices for those. All right. Cool. Mm -hmm. All the materia adjustments, you know, not destroying gear, being able to, you know, meld with only one crafter. Some uh, Also showing the quantity of the amount of materia you have left. That's uh, another good quality of life. I like that. Well, it was, you could get the information from this menu before, but you had to hover over the materia to see, like, the quantity. Mm -hmm. And now it's just part of the menu. So that's good. Yeah. That's that's good. Um, they're, they're taking off the gender lock for all the wedding equipment. So, going to be opening up a few more options to people, you know, breaking down those barriers a little bit more. It took them a really long time to get these ones done, though. But better late than never. Some new actions for crafters, some changes to crafter actions. Now, mind you, another thing that's missing from all these patch notes are all the changes in 5.21. Ishgard, crafting, gathering. There's a bunch of stuff in there that's not present here as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's just a few little things here. I see people saying rip ingenuity and reuse, especially reuse. Uh, there's... Reuse some... memes. Reuse memes. Oh, no, reuse gone. Um, I said like saying Ryu. <laughs> Not reuse. <laughs> reuse. There you go. Uh, calculations feature. That's the thing where, it, like, per step shows you all the... What every possible thing. You can even set favorite actions if there's, like, ones you find you use more than other ones. So, uh, again, some crisp menus. Some delicious crisp... Yeah menus yeah some quality of life to the old crafting menus as well when highlighting an item in a recipe tree the required materials are now displayed in blue i'm colorblind so thank you for telling me it was blue <laughs> thanks game i really couldn't tell i hate to admit it um display only materials with insufficient stock filter so it can only show you what you're missing which that for me is big because i can't navigate those menus for shit and then we get desynthesis. They're walking back a little bit on their desynthesis changes, Sly. Uh, I bet you're happy. Little bit. Adjustments have been made to the desynthesis skill required for certain items. Specifically for gear, required desynthesis level is equal to the item level. So if it's a 460 piece of armor, you need to be 460 to desynth it. I am. Desynth while you can, boys! Now, yeah, you better power level now. You got three days now yeah. to finish any power level. Yeah. You can still level every desynthesis class. That That is still very yeah. much a reality. But uh, it just says for gear, the required desynthesis skill is equal to the item level. I hope that means exactly as I'm reading it. I want everyone. Yeah, I do want everyone to suffer like I did. You'll never suffer like I did. Even if they changed all this stuff back, you'll have already benefited from it. 
And they won't change it all back. So, good! <laughs> I'm, so I'm salty man. I am the man salt. Also, food and medicine won't wear off during crafts anymore. They'll wait till your craft is finished. That's a pretty nice quality of life change. Yeah, that's a really good one. I hated when I had... When it just wore off mid-craft, and then CP would go down. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It'd be like, all right, let me make all my items, and then you're on the last one, and it's like... And then you get to that near last fuck! step, and you don't have enough CP. What happened? Oh, my food wore off. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty fucked. Fishing is getting access to patient and their hook sets. The patients and their hook sets way earlier. That's probably for ocean fishing. Uh, at level 15, they're getting them now. Down from 51 and 56. Oh, man. Uh, they're getting rid of favors and favor items altogether. The whole system's being retired and destroyed. Wow, really? Now? Yeah. I could I could have sworn, like, well, no, we just ignored it. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, and they're just letting, if you have any items left over, you can trade them for tokens, blue gatherer script uh, tokens, and trade them in for, like, Razzic quote, Razzic quote HQs. Yay. Yay. God. God, that takes me back when I actually did favors. Made and money? Again, we, yeah, made a little bit of money, and then we all ignored it. It was a, it was a kind of fucked system. I made a lot of money off favors, man. <laughs> when it was relevant. Yeah, when it was relevant, yeah. But Yeah, the real question is, are the favors going to be in the diadem? <laughs> Will no, they ever not. bring it back and put it in the diadem? No. No. <laughs> is that where all... This is where all, all old that... crafting things go to die. Yeah, go to die and then get resurrected in diadem. Yeah. It's where they go to die a dem. Perfect. Oh. Said it twice, just in case you didn't hear it the first time. So you can hear it. Anyway, uh, versatile lures are being added for, you know, just so you can catch a lot of fish with it. That's also for ocean fishing, no doubt. It's even available on the Endeavor, which is where ocean fishing mm -hmm. takes place. Um, they have the exclamation marks. We talked about that during the live letter to display, like, how heavy of a fish it is or how big of a fish. Um, new items, new fishing holes, new fish, new teeming waters. Like, this is all new locations for all the gathering stuff. And then ocean fishing, uh, which is, as described, you queue in through lower decks. There's a bunch of different paths. There's times. You can actually see all of the, uh, like, times for when the ship will go and what route it'll take and the weather and the time of day. Like, it's got a full, like, day's list of, 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 uh, it's like it's like an airport. Yeah. <laughs> it's like departure times at an airport. And it's also nice because it shows you the map of Eorzea, which implies there could be new fishing routes in the future. And they've said they'll do new fishing routes in the future with new with new sites to see and stuff like that. When's the Ritorana fishing route? <laughs> when are we when are we gonna go? Because that's safe. That's very safe to go that's fishing by safe. the Ritorana lighthouse. There's, that'll totally work and isn't entirely lore breaking, I promise. Hey, big fish. Big fish. <laughs> big, big waterfall, big fish. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then it just reiterates all the bonuses, the spectral currents. It's all stuff we went over last week for the live letter. EXP gain from 1 to 79, you can earn EXP. At level 80, you can earn white gatherer scripts. And from 50 to 79, you also earn yellow. And at 80, you earn yellow. But yeah, you can use it to level. It's pretty simple. Yeah. 
and it'll just and the amount of exp you get will just scale to your level so uh yeah i think i think this is actually going to do fairly well ocean fishing i think a lot of people are going to just like it for the sake of chilling and we'll see how they update in the future they've mentioned pirates they've in the interview they mentioned uh having one giant fish everyone tries to reel in together so i'd imagine that almost be like concerted efforts where there's like a thing you click and everyone just has to i don't know do like everyone grabs onto the fucking fishing rod <laughs> Get over to the fishing rod. There's a big fucking fish. <laughs> Ocean fishing static. Yup. I think it's uh yeah. I think I think this is actually gonna be a really it's popular going, feature. Yeah, it's going in the right direction. I, I I'm looking forward to it. Fisher LB. There you go. That's gonna be the fishing LB for them in 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 that location. <laughs> They're adding an auto logout time to the firmament. I guess they don't want that getting crowded. They don't want people AFKing there when people are trying to do like concerted works and stuff in 5.21, right. I'm assuming. Yeah, because they, they mentioned in the interview that they kind of, they said they underestimated the amount of congestion there would be. So that's probably another anti-congestion feature. Yeah, they did. Yeah. We have the Ruby Weapon Mount and the Ruby Weapon Barding. Both look good. But then the true victor of the patch notes, among other things, new minions that have been added. I need that shark, and that's no doubt for motion fish. I just don't doubt that that's somehow for motion fishing or somehow related to scripts or something. I need that shark. I know everyone's like, oh, look at the little Amaradian. It's probably going to come from Anamnesis Anitor. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Give me the shark. Baby shark. Shark bait. Hoo ha ha. <laughs> I know that's not shark bait. That's actual shark, but still. I just, I need that. I need, look at his legs and his fins. <laughs> just saying. <sighs> okay. All right. It's fine. Good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Good. Okay. I saw people talking about this gill no longer being given as a reward for submitting collectibles. Um, there's a few changes in here that look like they're trying to cut out like passive gill gain. And <laughs> don't be, don't be worried, Scranix. You've been killing my gill gain all expansion. That being said, here's another one. There's a lot of passive gill that goes into what you get from collectibles over time. It's not like a lot, a lot, but it adds up when you're somebody who does adds collectibles. Up. Definitely. Yeah. But between that and the change to taxes, you now get taxed regardless of what city-state you buy things in. So there's no like going to Limsa to buy items from the ones that are listed in Limsa to get around taxes. You're, they, they we're getting we're getting taxes now. You're getting taxed on all your market board purchases now. They're trying to get rid of some gill, or at least slow the rate of gill generation. Yeah, I've never once tried to get around the taxes. I just say fuck it. I'm going to Limsa because the board's right there. That's it. I don't give a fuck what where the item is listed. If I'm really feeling it, I would do it. But in most cases, I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, I have 200 mil. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. For the people who do, sorry. But I don't. Enjoy enjoy losing more gil. Because that's it. Uh, this is probably a good one for Ethis in particular. Uh, they're making it so you no longer only have 10 minutes to explore instances after a duty is completed. You have until the duty timer is done or 10 minutes, whichever is longer. So right. you could theoretically, you know, spend an extra 90 minutes in like the 24 man after you're done just like looking around and looking for details and stuff 
So uh, that's a nice that's a nice little tiny change, especially for people who want to go back and read like lore entries that were in the dungeon. Like go back to the start and run through to read the lore entries like carefully. But in, in some instances, you can't you like there are some instances when you get to the final part of it, you can't really go back. You just use the return feature. Just use return. Yeah. Go back to the start. You can't like walk back in a lot of them. You usually yeah. have to go back to the start and walk through it again. Right. Is usually what you have to do. Um, fellowships now get notifications if there's like a new post. There's some new uh, options for activities there. And man, every time there's a screenshot of collectibles, I'm like, they really don't understand how this system actually gets used, do they? Because man, when I go look in fellowships, it's not ready set G post minion minion unions scavengers housing enthusiasts and elite mark hunters it's like hrothgar feeder sexy and like it's like that's that's the kind of shit i see when i go into the fellowships not not real things <laughs> go everyone go to your fellowships right now and go right five now. pages and go five pages through and just you'll understand what i mean yeah give us some names please yeah, Emmett Selk Hot. Yeah, there's there's the Ishtola Appreciation Club. There's there's uh, I don't know Net Neps AFK Club, which is a good one. That's a good one. That is he does he has he has his AFK club. He's a, he's our resident AFKer across all of Ether. He has a party finder open at all times. Looking for Yondir girlfriend to stab me. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Grahatia, Grahatia Thirst, I've seen once. If you like ducks, feel free to join. Mighty Moggin Moogle Rangers, Dingle Your Berries. <laughs> I like Craft Dinner. <laughs> Committees for the Eradication of Lollafells and Market Taxes. The Perv Corner. Like, Thoughts and Prayers. But, like, thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying dads of Eorzea. Okay, dads, dads of Eorzea can be... It's a good That's name. Bad. That's not a bad one. But, though. Depends but, on what the description but. is. Exactly. <laughs> Orum Vale Enthusiast. That's, that's not real. No. That doesn't exist. Fellowships were a mis... Oh, I thought that was the name of a fellowship. It's not. That's just a statement. That's a great name for a fellowship, though. Gaius's scruffy beard. Extreme rating progression. Ah! That's a quote from Home Alone. Uh, Weeboo Trash. Male Aura Appreciation Society. Urian J worked for a company fixing bread prices. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. There's nothing more entertaining than just like once a month sitting down and reading fellowship names. There's so many gonna, funny ones. He is Yoshi P is gonna take away our words, I promise you. Yeah. He's gonna take away our words. Enjoy it while it lasts. That's all I can say. Yeah. It's just it's it's literally you don't realize how bad it is because most people are like, oh, I don't do fellowships. And then you read Fox the list. Shot Uniform Charlie Kilo. There you go. Yeah. Flat Aorzia Society. Just saying. I just, I'm just, I'm just saying, getting alerts for fellowships is not necessarily a prize, okay? <laughs> you may be better off without that feature on, depending on what your kink is, I suppose. 
Okay. If we stay on that, we'll be stuck on it all day. Uh, this is, of course, the topic we talked about last week with the markers. They're adding two more markers, three in G slash Q slash four, depending on how you actually use your eyes, because that's not a fucking four, in my opinion. Uh, they can be saved and loaded with the presets, but they can no longer be placed or removed during combat. So it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see how it ends up going. We'll see if they end up. Yeah. We, we beat it to hell last week. There's no point to beat it to hell this week again. Um, let's see. Then, you know, then it kind of gets into the stuff where I, I, I again, I'm, it's not that they're not good updates. They're good updates for the people who use them, but I'm not they're super. They're, 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 they're not, they're not something I'm like. Jeepo is just something a lot of people are enthusiastic about. I'm just not on that list. The fact that duty recorders even mentioned here is a fucking miracle because God, I forgot it was a thing. You want to see what it was changed to, though? They keep leaving Dying Gasp normal because they think it's more important to be able to record that because it's such a cinematic fight. But now Hades' Elegy is in there and Copied Factory. Sly, none of those are useful in 5.2. Please stop updating the duty recorder. Unless you're going to do it for the current, current stuff. At, at least in 5.0, it had Eden's Gate Savage. It had that. It had Titan Savage. Now it's the 5.1 EX and the 5.124 man. Like, I'm more excited about G-Post changes, and I don't use the feature than I am Duty. And Duty Recorder, if you remember, was my, like, most anticipated feature. That's why I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so angry at it. You have no idea. <sighs> okay. Some a bunch of adjustments to G pose, new frames, new adjustments like lighting, zoom, angle of view, roll angle. I, again, I don't mess with, but I've seen a ton of people make some crazy good G poses and some great screenshots, thumbnails, all sorts of things. Anything to enable those people is good. Who actually use the feature? There's no reason not to keep adding and adjusting that kind of stuff. Exploratory missions are now gathering forays. The the transition's been fully made. Diadem is no longer. Falling under an exploratory mission. Um, oh, and the recordable toggle allows you to specify the duty recorder may be used for copied factory. Wow, fantastic. That's so great. You okay there? Following adjustments and additions have been made to the duty finder. Uh, now when you queue into something, it shows you what settings you have enabled or dis or not enabled uh, at the bottom. I guarantee you that as useful as that is, nobody's going to look. They're just going to press commence as quickly no. as possible. And the same exact mistakes are going to happen. It's it's good that they're doing it, but I guarantee you a number of people go, oh shit, I didn't even look. You have that one person who looks and is responsible, and that's going to be your fucking like, goat when it comes to queuing into shit. Not like an actual goat. Like it's a term. You know. Anyway. I got you. All right, just making sure. Uh, reply and selected chat mode has been added to subcommands. That's good. Yeah, they added a few chat, uh, like chat selection options here, like making sure your messages always go to certain chats. Um, and the settings are have a more accessible uh, icon in them now. Uh, now, this one I thought was funny. If a player logs out during the 72-hour period in which they have returner status, so that's when somebody goes into their friends list and like invites you back. And then you have 72 hours to play again, but it's only like accessible after not playing for a certain amount of time. That's something that's in the game right now. But if you log out during that period and then do not log in again for 45 days, you'll receive returner status again for 72 hours. 
So it means that theoretically every 45 days you could play for 71 hours and then stop <laughs> and, and never have to worry about anything. Funny thing is, I know somebody. Oh, it only means like the that. icon. Okay, I thought it was referring oh, to. Okay, okay, then I don't give a shit. It's basically just saying that however long. If, you have if it the was icon. Uh, like to actual actually cheat the system, I was going to say. Funny thing, I actually know somebody who would use the system like that. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot but, more sense to me because when yeah. I think of the returner says, I think of the invite the person back thing. Okay, because here's the thing: if it was that, forty five days is a hilarious amount of time because that's exactly how long it takes for your house to get demolished. Yeah. So I was like, is that what this is about? I guess not. Now I don't care anymore. All right. I thought it was funny before. Now it's just, I don't get, I don't care. And I'm going to need someone to explain this part to me. The requirement for acquiring certain toy chest minigames have been adjusted. Players who have completed either of the seasonal events in the Adventures We Trust or Message in a Bottle will now have access to the three slide one plus 14 concentration cheap dungeon. Players who have completed the seasonal event Deus Ex Machina will now have access to the following toy chest minigame, Egg Hunter Riggy. Minigames featured in future seasonal events will also unlock in some way. Is that not just how it worked? I think, I guess you needed to visit the toy chest in order to unlock them back then or something. Like, it wasn't just completing them. It was you actually had to go to your toy chest. Is that all it is? No, it doesn't mean if you miss the events, future events will also unlock it. They're just establishing this is how you unlock it. And they're saying, well, they are saying that if the event ever returns, obviously, but all they're saying is, is that any mini game that gets added to the game will unlock like this. Mm. They're not saying that like these are now coming back in future seasonal events. They can, but that's not what they're saying. I just, it's just part went way over my head. That's, that's all, that's all that came down to it. Cause they're not, yeah, it's, I don't. I'm assuming it's been so long since I've unlocked one that I don't remember if I needed to like go to the toy I chest afterwards. A, I forgot it was a thing. I completely forgot the toy chest was a thing. The only thing I've ever used the toy chest for is slide one plus 14. Because I needed to practice for Final Fantasy 1. Because in Final Fantasy 1, if you beat your own score, you beat your own time three times in a row, you get 10,000 gil. But you need to be able to beat your own time. So I needed to actually get good at it. And I didn't want to get good at it in Final Fantasy 1 when I was I already have Final Fantasy 14. So that is the only time I've ever used a toy chest. I think I did Cheap Dungeon a second time also to see how it was different. It's not as exciting the second time around. <laughs> Feels kind of cheap, to be fair. Uh, you can do slash dice, which is the same as slash random, but you can do it in chat channels. So now we're going to have fucking gambling LSs and shit. That just, like, do it all day. They're like, all right, random. Oh, my God. My fucking link shot. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm, I'm, I'm to say I'm, I'm deleting it. Anyway. Now, here's a change that's getting close to a change I really want. In PvP, okay. you can change the display name size from standard to large to maximum. I need that. I've been saying for years I need that. But I need it for only enemies. Which means now I need to turn off allied display names altogether, and then I will have what I want. So they're almost there without me needing to turn off allied display names. Almost, but not quite. I just, the names are too small, man. I can't do it. I need, to, I need very big things to click so I can get to where I need to go. 
Uh, and then we have following additions and adjustments to text commands. This is just all the stuff like nameplate display type, nice. the nice. way marks on the ground. And then it just goes new music and the launcher has been updated. There's still a ton of things that are missing from this. Obviously, we have 5.21, 5.25. Um, but overall, pretty standard patch notes with a few little things sprinkled in and a lot of yep. waiting. Yep. Which is why the patch notes are actually not the biggest point of discussion right now. Those interviews are. And Sly, there's a few things in those interviews that we have not gotten to. Some very, very important things. So, where would you like to start? Because I think I know where I want to start. Go ahead. The Relic. Relic is number one. We're going we're gonna to save the big thing for the end. Relic is okay. going to ease into the rest <laughs> of these topics on the JP interviews. So, for the Relic quest line... We've had a lot of answers and we still have a lot of questions. We obviously know about that second trial. We know mm -hmm. that it's going to enhance over time. We don't know, but we didn't know the extent to which the development had been considered for it and the content around it. Mm -hmm. So as a reiteration, 5.25 will be the introduction where we earn the base weapon. And then we will get upgradable steps in 0 0.35, 0 0.45, and 0 0.55. 5.5. 5.25, they said, is deliberately a very dense and long story as an introduction, which we're assuming is a lot of the scenes we see in the actual trailer regarding Bajja with Sid and this continuation to the Return to Ivalice quest series. There will be situations where you do need to fight, but you can solo most of the story. Most. I, th I wonder what thing is not under most. Yes. Oh, yeah. After you finish the story, you will be given the base weapon. Once you clear it, you won't find much trouble gaining additional weapons for other jobs. Good for you, crazy mofos. I mean, keep in mind, again, Onimos was literally like five hours. Like, it was really just gated by Pazuzu kills. As every, every however many Pazuzu kills you could get, that was how long it took usually to get another relic. So that statement doesn't surprise me because that's actually in line with Onimos. Uh, but the, the difference being that this is an exploration content. Um, the weapons won't glow at first, but they'll, you know, they'll glow later. So yeah. this is things get actually pretty crazy here. So the first thing is that's actually not mentioned here. I was reading through the Dengeki interview, and they said that the there will be kind of like a solo section that's almost like a it's like a large open area i'm assuming that's the thing we saw with sid in mm -hmm. the trailer but then going into this they talk about how in 0.35 they'll get a new field type content that's exploration content that's akin to eureka without being eureka there'll be two routes at that point for the quest you have to do a few story quests in 0.35 and then you have two choices you can do new exploration zone, or you can go do it like the old step. Just go gather items from other content. Very clearly here they are establishing that that is the intent. Because people were wondering how it was going to work. You don't have to do exploration content. You just have to follow the Bajja story, which doesn't have to be progressed all the way through the exploration content. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's number one. Number two is Baldessian Arsenal. More 
public dungeons, as they were called, which I think is a moniker they might want to toss aside. Mm. Unless they've got substantial changes. Sly, I want to know... I, I, I would assume they do. I, I would, would assume, assume so, too. I've seen I other translations really... mention no portals, specifically. The portal system that they had. I've seen mm -hmm. deeper translations, I think even on Carrier of Light's Discord, where they mention right. no more portals. Right. But I, I would assume that they learned from Baldessian Arsenal and the whole, you know, gating yeah. content. You know, them saying public, but it, in reality, it really wasn't public. You kind of had to be part of the group or you just didn't get in. You got kind of got shunned from the community. Yeah, for not being a member of that group. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing about that. That's why I think they shouldn't call it a public dungeon anymore, because I can guarantee you, with the way the games community has developed, that that will still happen. It does not matter. If it's not something you can just walk up to with a group of people and queue in, and it has to be like the entry needs to be uh, contested, I suppose, it will 100% happen that way again. If they've changed that and you can more structured, like with a structured group, enter at your own leisure, that, on the other hand... Will fix that sounds you. better. Yeah, because that then people could be like, hey, does anyone want to try the public dungeon? How many people are in the zone? Let me see if we can get a group. I still don't think it's a realistic expectation if it's 50-something players again. I don't see them adjusting the Aldessian Arsenal type content, like as far as like difficulty or anything like that. So more than likely you will need to kind of have some organization to go in and tackle it. So here's the thing, Sly. Okay. It's a public dungeon. There's people debuff everywhere. I have no trust. I'm always going to go for the structured content. And I feel like that's always, that's always going to be the expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went to the, so I was told to go to the so, official digest. So I was told to go to the official digest where there are some additional uh, details. Um, the new field okay. will also have a unique leveling system and a tense atmosphere. So we'll have the alternate levels. We knew that already, like Eureka had. Mm. Um, and a high difficulty challenge similar to Baldessian Arsenal. Having said that, we removed aspects like fighting over portals and used the feedback we received from Eureka to develop something new. That's the exact quote. That, that still doesn't give the entire tale because it, it like the assist fate is the other part of the tale that needs to be addressed realistically mm -hmm. I all I know is Baldessian Arsenal is among the most fun I had in Stormblood it is like but rename it don't it's not public I wouldn't nation. call it public it's not public it is yeah. anything but yeah you so, say that you say that you clear a hundred percent of the yeah. It still would be discouraged, but you still clear up a lot of the confusion. Yes. Right. So there still will be organization. Every, yeah. Yada, yada. So Sly, the next statement is the one that confuses me, though. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is reiterating. They have plans to add something like BA. It says, and the game experience will change for each update. Does that mean there's a BA in every exploration zone? 
or is that just referring to the relic steps? And it's like a it's it's like the translation is like a continuation, and it's like everything before I, that statement is kind I of in wanna, parentheses. Yeah, I want to assume it's just for steps, like getting a you saying you're saying getting a ba every step or every that's what you're assuming. No, Mm-mm. no. Sly, no way to I'm gonna I'm gonna commit no a cardinal sin right now to tell you why no I way. think that. I'm okay. I'm I'm going to commit a cardinal sin to give you why I think that. I'm going to go okay. to the Dengeki interview and I'm going to right click translate to English and I'm going to read this. <laughs> I did the same thing. I had that up. I have it up. I and I'm going, I'm going to read the part that talks about the Valdesian arsenal if I can find it because I just tried to find it and it, it didn't quite translate the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Where is the exact statement that I was looking for? Is this it? 5.35? No. I can't... F- oh, here it is. Here it is. So, the previous elemental equipment required the high-difficulty content but they arsenal uh, for final reinforcement this time. Do you feel there's an element of influx? I'm trying to avoid it as much as I can because I can't do it so. The new content is not a sequel to Eureka, so I'd be happy if you... Didn't compare it to Eureka. Uh, there's a level dedicated to that content. That means it's got its own. It's got its own level. Uh, but the concept is different from Elemental level. They're also developing a special system menu. We hope you can recognize it as a new play mode for uh, using the experience you had prior with Eureka. Meaning just like your play experience. Even mm. before patch 5.35, we will release new content that follows the reputation of Valdesian Arsenal. Now keep in mind that while that's a loose translation, that says that says even before they're saying what it actually translates to is in five point three five we will have something new like Valdesian Arsenal, which means we're not getting it at the end. But they're not going to just give one Arsenal to us equivalent and then not and just be like, well, the rest of the exploration zones don't have that. There's one other reason why I'm fairly confident in this. I, I do actually think we're going to get a public raid equivalent in 0.3545 and 5.5. I think all three of them. Why? Because of the next biggest topic of what specifically is missing in 0.3. <laughs> the next thing that pops up here is, well, A, we did lose a dungeon. Dungeon directly to BA. That's another actually good reason that hadn't crossed my mind. We're not getting an ultimate in point three. We're not getting a deep dungeon, most likely. That has to go somewhere, Sly. And haven't we told people to not make that association with like certain assets and like, hey, because we're not getting this, you're gonna get haven't No we... Sly. We've said that just because there's no new ultimate doesn't mean that you sacrifice that ultimate specifically for a dungeon or for this. But the 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 time to make assets and the timing of the first arsenal. All of those things, no new deep dungeon, one less dungeon, which literally equates to enough to do a BA for each of them. And would probably be very similar in the way of assets. On top of that, having the lapse in time there for the BA, obviously that introduction is going to be in 3.5, where there's the lowest amount of potential gating for it, meaning you can introduce players to it safely without the distraction of ultimate prog. 
And then they know what to expect in point four or five and five. Like it's literally like the perfect storm for them to create a series of public raids, which uh, not just me, all of the people I did it with said it was one of the highlights of Stormblood for them. It's mostly the designing. It's not the actual encounter design. It's the like art, the direction, the levels, the areas. I'm I feel confident we're getting three public raids. And I love it. I'm gonna hold my breath on that one. I'm not gonna hold my breath on that one. Can't can't like, do it. it just, I can't. I'm go I'm 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 just, going to hold my breath on that one. <laughs> I can't. I think it's super feasible. I think that outside of the entry and the barrier for entry, I think BA was a massive success. For the people who could access it, it was success. It was just the problem of accessing of accessing it in the first place. That was the biggest problem. I have my own thoughts about what they could do to fix it and what they may do to fix it, but... I just want more of that. I believe, Sly. I believe. You can give me looks all you want. I I am choosing you to believe. You can believe all you want to. You can believe all you want to. And I will. If, okay, if this is the case. Okay. If this is the case, there's no way at least one of these gets marred by a delay of sorts i don't know no. i think i think they're way ahead i think i think that's specifically why exploration zones aren't starting in 0.25 this time i think they got the feedback about Onimos and pagos and how they basically said that they were done with both of them simultaneously mm -hmm. and didn't have time to iterate feedback just start it in 0.35 take all the feedback from the previous expansion do it right and have the time to actually develop the resources for it you are putting a lot of pressure on yourself and you are setting up this myself. No, I'm not. I'm putting pressure on no, them. No I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying the devs. They're putting a lot of expectation on themselves and a lot of pressure. And when this doesn't pan out and you get a bunch of angry people, I'm just going to chalk it up. I'm right now. I'm just going to chalk it up to translation. That's the only thing I can I can say. It's not really on them at this point until we get something a little more concrete. Like an actual I feel like God, when's the next Slide. When's the next place you can possibly talk to Yoshi P? What? Probably FanFest, to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to like PAXs or anything this year, so that would probably be the only right. other time. Um but another thing is Sly. The changes to the Relic Quest, I predicted, so if you remember back in 4.x, I predicted mm. that for the 5.x Relic, after he had stated they weren't really sure on how they wanted to approach it at the media tour, I said that they just needed to make it so exploration content was, uh, was an option for it, but wasn't mandatory. The thing is, mm. if it's not mandatory, then mm. people won't do it. Like, the amount of people going through it, don't do it. So you need something else that is... I don't want to say locked behind it, but yeah, locked, locked behind it. 
if there if you if everyone chooses not to do their relic in Eureka, there's or in the new Eureka, whatever we're gonna call it, the Bajdan area, there needs to mm -hmm. still be a reason for them to go through it. Mm -hmm. We've got our winner. I'm gonna hold out. I'm I'm holding out until we get a more definitive, you know, not depending on a fucking translate a loose translation answer. I'm gonna hold out. Aloha, what do you think? Oh, what do you think, buddy? Let me go, human. Let me go, human. This feels weird, human. All right. Alright, let me go home. Now we just oh there he goes. Alright. There you go. That's what you get from meow, you get me a little high. Still have food in your bowl. Eat. Alright, Faith. That's that's how I'll end it, I believe. Okay. Alright. Alright. We'll see. Now, we kinda skipped over a pretty major beat there for me to make my point about Valdesian Arsenal. Yeah. A couple major points. Mm -hmm. They have plans. But they might not get to doing a deep dungeon. They they didn't say like they basically. It seems like they sat down and said, "Here's what we'll do for deep dungeon," and then looked at other things they could do instead and went, "Maybe we don't do one of those this time." And and I have a feeling this is the very nice way of saying like, "Yeah, you know, we've got plans, but maybe not." Usually means no. That's just the fact. Are of the you are you torn up about? possibility of not having a deep dungeon i mean i know a lot of people who will i'm kind of on, on not even really on the fence but it's just it was good content it will be missed it will definitely be missed if it's not here but going back to your argument the the assets we're getting as opposed to a deep dungeon the possibilities yeah I could definitely understand. I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not mad. So here's my assessment. I agree with what some of the chat is saying. Heaven on High probably had a lower overall player engagement than Palace mm -hmm. of the Dead did. I think mm -hmm. unless they're going to really reinvent Deep Dungeon and what it means, they don't uh -huh. need to keep making new ones. Because <laughs> Heaven on High, I spent so much less time. And don't get me wrong. I know there's people out there who go through solos of Heaven on High. There's still people who use it for leveling. Right. But we right. have so many options for leveling now that like I'm because the only thing I use Heaven on High for leveling wise is when the next expansion comes out for the two, for the new jobs for that like 10 level gap. Mm -hmm. And I hate myself the whole time. I literally hate every second of it. So outside of the climb, I don't really care that much if it's not there but i still i kind of want it still i i like I, mostly because i feel like heaven they kind of squander the potential of heaven on high palace of the dead told a pretty not really deep story but there's a lot of questions of like what palace of the dead actually is how the magics in there worked whereas heaven on high they literally the npc was just like yeah it's the same yeah he's like it's yeah it's a training facility fuck it oh you beat the guy on the 30th floor cool and that's it. That was it. Was so I mean, fucking squandered. It was, it was solely, and we knew that going in. It was solely just for challenge purposes only. It, there was hardly any lore there. Like we knew that going in, and like 
I think most of us were okay with that. Yeah, it's just I, I feel like Heaven on High was squandered to the point where I I don't really want another one. I want it, but I want it better. I just don't want the same. I don't want a, a Heaven on High you with want, like you want lore. By the way, your microphone's scratching a little bit. I don't know if it's your beard rubbing against it or if like a wire is loose a little bit. Talk. Just say a sentence or something. Words. No, a full sentence, Sly. <laughs> a full sentence. Yeah, it's like it's like rustling. It's like it's like it's like scratchy noises. Sounds like we might need to do a, an unplug and a replug. Sorry, everyone. Technical difficulties. I know you guys don't want to hear that, so I figured I'd rather just address it. No, it doesn't sound like a robot. It sounds like it sounds like I don't want to do it. Rub my beard against. I was like, is your beard touching it? Your no words are coming out of your mouth. I mean, no, like there are words coming out of your mouth, but I'm not hearing them. Oh, now? Yeah, and I'm not here. It's, it's say a sentence. Do a sentence. Full sentence. Full sentence. Yeah, it's still a little. It's a little bit still. We'll get through it. Yeah, it's just a little, uh, little scratchy. It's like it's literally like I'm doing this when you talk. <laughs> what about now? It's a little better. It's actually it's a lot better. Give me a full sentence. Okay, give me a, no. Give me. I need a sentence. You want a full sentence of me saying things? Yeah, that's a lot better. Okay. That's a, that's a significant portion better. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, I don't care. Deep Dungeon. <laughs> I for, totally forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, Deep Dungeon. I don't care. That's it. That's all, that's, that's all it is. I, I, I hope they, they go back to the drawing board with it and come back with something more exciting in 5.x and 6.x if we don't see anything in 5.x. That's it. But yeah, we have trusts for leveling. The beast tribes are way better. Like, I don't know. I just think we have enough leveling options. I don't think it's as desperate a time. But then again, you know. Oh, yeah, because th the whole point of deep dungeon leveling was that you could bypass queue times. But at the same time, do you really want to level with trusts from 70 to 80 when the new expansion comes out? You did. I'm talking about when the next expansion comes out as a new job. Are you going to be like, yeah, let me do the last 10 levels with trusts. I mean, you didn't do it for leveling purposes. You I mean, I leveled four and a half jobs through it, though. Yeah, I, you did, but you did it more for content than anything else. Aloha, no. Stop. Stop it, boy. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about Deep Dungeon. <laughs> I like soloing, but I just want it to be better. More interesting. Uh, you you just want lore behind it. That's well, not even just lore, but like they, they functionally are too similar. The two, like they're 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 too similar for as robust of a system as they're supposed to be between Heaven on High and Palace. I mean, how much more do you, different do you want it? It's it's a challenge tower climb. It's that's the. It's, I mean, what more? What it's just more boring. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's the thing. It's just there for a challenge. I, listen, as soon as Blue Mage wasn't allowed in Palace of the Dead, you lost me on Deep Dungeons, okay? As soon as they fucked that up. That's the more you that, want to it? That's, yes, but not really. Like, that's not the only thing. It's just, it sucks. I'm mad. I mean, I feel like you're just trying to reinvent the wheel at this point. I mean, it's, it's so simple. I'm just it's, saying if it's boring, don't keep making it. 
Like it either needs more lore, or it needs or it needs a substantial update compared to the old ones. If not, honestly, I would have been okay if they just said we're gonna add a level seventy to eighty version of Heaven on High. I'd be I'd be just as okay with that. Like just to say it's literally exactly the same. We'll just make it so you can queue in as a, a seventy and work up to eighty instead of six sixty mm-hmm. up to seven. I'd literally be perfectly okay with that. I mean, the most you're gonna get is like new enemies, new traps, maybe new new summons. New uh, floor clear summons. I just uh, think there should be so much more randomness in there. I understand that for solos it would really suck, but in terms of funness, it not being so static of an experience, despite being a randomly generated dungeon, is a big fucking mm. problem. Like I would be okay if I walked into a room and the door shut and said you can't leave till you can, till you kill everything. I'd be okay with changing the objective of getting to a floor. Maybe making it so that you start the floor invisible and if you can get and the end is already open and if you aggro anything, then it everything goes to shit and you like miss out on like a bonus objective or something. You can do things like that. No lamps. No lamps, you fucking Final Fantasy. No lamps. You shut your fucking mouth right now, okay? No fucking lamps. <sighs> but other things are fine. That's it. Hmm. It could be so much more interesting. It just isn't. It's deep dungeon. It's not Don't... deep enough. It could be jump puzzles and umbrella floors. There we go. Thank you, Majoka. I'm oh, glad that somebody who is on Sly stream all the time is the one who said that. All right. Don't. Reinvent the wheel. Just stop it. Stop. I'm okay with all this. No blitzball in there, though. No blitzball. <laughs> I refuse that one. Okay, and the f- okay. So the- we got to move on because I am getting close to my cutoff time because I got a you know I got Valentine's Day plans. So mm-hmm. other two things. They're trying to prepare a variety of content that revolves around lifestyle type content in 5.3. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a fan of lifestyle games. Animal Crossing is coming out next month, and I plan on playing that. So that's the other things that were mentioned there are like the Minion Ranch that they had potentially mentioned uh, back at the beginning of the expansion. Um, the actual farms, another thing to mention there, like are having the farms that are actually there and they have the minions running around. Uh, I'd imagine things like ocean fishing would be considered, while it's gathering content, is rather lifestyle focused. I think there are little tiny, almost what would be considered mundane activities that people oddly enjoy in video games or mm. and get satisfaction out of. That they could probably tap into there. And they know, and anyone who's, who's you know, around the gaming space knows that, like, unusually mundane tasks are oddly, like, welcome distractions in, in like, really busy days or, like, on, on trips. It's, it's so weird to think of it like that. Mm-hmm. When I think lifestyle-type content, I classify that as mainly gold saucer i think housing that's what i think like actual lifestyle umbrella relics that's that's a lifestyle you know like i'm saying gold saucer anything you know anything like you said monotonous mundane not part of the you know usual Usual rigmarole we go through, which is just from, you know, um, roulettes, raids, things like that. 
See, that's also, see, but that's like content, content. That's like battle yeah. content, and like that. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's nothing. It's it's nothing like that. It's just okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying it was like that. Okay. Yeah. Anything opposite of that. Yeah. Okay. There that's you go. Classic. So yeah, I'm curious to see what they mean by that. I would consider even uh, performance to be lifestyle content more so. Mm -hmm. Performance. What? To be lifestyle content, sort of. Yeah, I could agree. Yeah. Um, fashion report. Yeah, that's certainly lifestyle content. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that fall under that umbrella. Yeah. Uh, but then the final little bit before we decide to wrap things up, the next ultimate will not be Im implemented in 5.3 and will probably appear in the latter half implying 5.5. That is a discussion that we do not have a whole lot of time for. Um, How you feeling, buddy? Well, if we do get the BA in 0.35 and 0.45 and like, and they do keep that, that content updated, I think, I don't think this will be that bad because a lot of us who did ultimate mm -hmm. rating did Baldessian Arsenal together. Right. And that, and it was, it was one of the very few times where we could all get together for content and do it like as a huge group. So this it was well saying if there's, if there are any delays whatsoever in Baldessian Arsenal type content. And you're if they leave game. us fucking hanging, then yes, we will have a hard time. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that then it'll be rough. Otherwise, it honestly takes a lot of the pressure off 5.2 because realistically, you could beat the raids in 5.2, never touch them until they unlock Savage, and then farm it all up mm -hmm. in a week. You could do it every week too if you want, but there's no gear rush for 5.3 because it's unrelated to exploration content overall. We also right. still don't know about the yo. I still need my level seventy blue mage too. Don't forget, we still got. I still got to wait for some more blue mage raids to come out. Yeah, some more blue mage tanking. No, I'm not tanking. Fuck that. I'll leave that to Perez. In, the, in Perez's own words, you just want to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you just don't press button. You just kind of fucking die. You know. <laughs> Uh, I'm still holding out for level 70 blue mage and then level 80 blue mage not till next expansion. But level 70 I'm still holding out for 0.3 and then for 0.5 to have another limited job. That's the prediction I'm holding through too, even if it doesn't seem likely. So we'll see how it pans out. But yeah, I don't. This doesn't bother me that much. Okay. It depends on what else is coming out around the time of 5.3. You know, because if nothing's coming out, I'll really wish I had an ultimate. But. Uh, it's okay. I, I think I'm predicting June 9th for 5.3. So that should be around Isle of Armor time. And there's a few other things that might be happening around there. Obviously E3, but like that's not a game release. So we'll see. Mm. I'm going to hold out that prediction. June 9th, by the way, is my prediction for 5.3. I've already, I've already wrote that down. It, it mathed out. Just like I mathed out February 18th four months ago. Yeah, it mathed okay. out. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Unless they, they could always be off by a week or so. But that's it. That covers the majority of things. There Obviously, there's the, the full digest is out, which you know we pulled the detail from. And there is the stuff from the site, which we just quickly peeked at with the new gear. But otherwise, we've, we've covered the majority of everything to talk about ahead of the patch. Now we just have to find out if we'll actually have a show next week because, you know, I've, I've beaten the raids fast enough. Or if we don't beat the raids fast enough and we don't have a show next week. In which case, I, uh, I gotta we'll probably do the show on Tuesday the following week. I'd imagine Tuesday shows after that. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Because we were planning on Friday shows, so it yeah, come to that point. 
Yeah, if it comes to that point, we can always do that. But with that, Sly, I've got a date to throw on a different shirt for. So let's yeah. wrap this up and move on out so we can get back to our busy days. So thank you, everyone, for joining us for State of the Realm this week. Hopefully you enjoyed this quick little discussion about the patch notes and the JP interviews that came out. Again, thank you again to our sponsors. Of course, Steel Series we mentioned in length at the start of the show, but we did also mention our patrons over on Patreon. It's nothing major, just a shout-out, a little bit of support for the show, just because YouTube is sometimes a little, well, YouTube. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. But it's completely optional. It doesn't change the show or the content or anything you get, so don't feel bad if you're just sitting here enjoying the show. And, you know, because that's good. We love you for enjoying the show. We love you. But we also love our patrons. Who, as you've seen scrolling on the top right of the list, uh, top right of the show, it's quite a quite a nice list. It's quite a nice list. Yeah. yeah. And we also have our patrons of Darkness, Creature Cross on Genova and Kernai Oni. They've been our patrons of Darkness for quite some time. And thank you uh, so much. yes, thank you, of course. They still don't give me new images very often, but that being said, they don't need to because they're there and they can do whatever the fuck they want. And that's the truth of the matter. Yeah, yeah Kucha Cross yeah. there. And then of course, you know, we have the the, uh, you know, Sly image is back, thankfully, as much as he hates it. I almost want somebody else to take a picture, and I'll just fill it in for Kurenai. <laughs> but, no, like, another... No, it, another... Has, it has to be a Kurenai. Has... They can Photoshop him in. No. Just, no. like, get a bunch of people... Guys, here's what I need you to do. I, here's the picture I need from you for State of the Realm. All right? When 5.2 comes around, there's a club Sly likes to hang out at. What's the club called again, Sly? I don't know what you're talking about. There's a club that, that Sly likes to hang out on, so go to his stream and find the club. And I need all of you to... It's called Allure. Thank you. Uh, and I need you all, as a collection, to make a fellowship called Umbrella, Umbrella Corps. And after you make that, and after you do that, you walk, you single file walk up to him outside the club, and all stand around him, and then we'll Photoshop Kerr and I into that picture, and we'll give him an umbrella. Oh yeah, I'm on Behemoth now. I could do this. Why am I telling you guys to do it? I have a character on Behemoth. I can just go do this. All right, we're doing it. I can arrange this. Be on the lookout for an invite for the Umbrella Corps Fellowship. Alright. Look good? It's good whiskey. Rum. Oh rum. Okay. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Rumbrella? <laughs> so that's our show for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so much to those who will be listening on all of our podcast mediums. Um is there anything else we need to go over? No, that's it. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Well, on that note, thank you everyone for joining us. We will see you next week, maybe pending Savage. We'll results. let you know. We'll let you. If Okay. Here's how you'll know. If there's no show next week, we probably didn't make it. But, all right. There you go. Good. All right. Thank you everyone. Have a happy Valentine's Day or Singles Appreciation Day, a.k.a. SAD, whichever one you're celebrating. And we will see you next time. Until then. Take care. Take care.